Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. What is up, people? Today we're talking about the five shifts that help me go from like, yeah, five to 10K months to like 20 and 30K months consistently and most importantly, effortlessly. Okay. I'm sure you've heard, okay, well, you figure out business and then you do more of what works as an advice for scaling. And I've tried that, cannot recommend. And here's why. Most marketing strategies that get you to your first 5K, 10K month are pretty manual. And they don't work for scaling because scaling doesn't mean you're doing more in order to making more. That is growing your business and it's a surefire recipe to burn out right? Because then yeah, suddenly you're like writing more DMs, engaging with more people, doing more sales calls, coaching more people. And before you know it, you're out of breath and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so much. And this is not sustainable, right? You can maybe do this one, two, three months, but then you're like, ah, dang it. <sighs> no more energy and you're burned out and you're starting to feel resentful. And then you have your big income dip. So that doesn't work. Doing more of what works does not work for consistent and sustainable higher income. Now, when you're scaling your business, it actually means that you're inputting the same or less amount of time, but you are increasing the amount of money, clients, and impact that your business is creating. So I am i don't mean that the manual strategies like DMs or sales calls or writing more posts or posting more frequently, right? Those are not bad strategies. Um, they make you feel pretty good in the beginning because they give you so much control. And I think they have tremendous value when you're just starting out. But as you're making a bigger income and a bigger impact in the world, you've got to leverage your time, right? You've got to become more protective of how you spend your time, your energy, your mental space, and you simply don't have more of those resources, right? So you, the strategies that took you to like 5 to 10k months are not the same that take you to like 20, 30, or then later 50 or 100k months. And I want to share with you what helped me the most to grow my income and make more money without working harder. So let's dive right in. The first thing that I had to learn that took me from like 5 to 10k to like 20, 30k instantly was I had to create and embody a new standard. I could not continue to show up as the same person, as the same coach, as the same influencer. Right? We're all influencers in our own little nation world. 
the same way that I did when I just started my business. When I started my business, I often would show up in like PJs with no makeup, which is okay, which is fine. But I would often like coach for free in the DMs. I wouldn't be as protective around my time and energy. Um, I wouldn't be as protective around my mental resources, meaning if someone unfollowed me, I would give that way too much energy. If someone told me like, yeah, please send me the link. I want to join. And then they didn't. I would give that so much energy and be like, oh, no one's ever going to buy again, right? All of this is no longer an option. If you're playing at a higher level, you've got to show up as the higher level you. And the higher level you does not have the time or energy or mental space to worry about unfollows, to worry about sales calls, right? You need to be protective about your time and energy and embody that. How do you expect people to make decisions if they want to be in your world? For example, I no longer do sales calls and I actually do not want to work with people inside my programs who need to ask a hundred thousand questions, who are overthinking every single step and like it, like who want my hand holding throughout the entire sales process. Like I understand, I understand that investments are scary, but I also want to work with people who own their decision, who take responsibility and who know that they're already on their way and the investment is just the whipped cream on top. Investing in my programs will help you get there faster. It will help you reach your, your goals more quickly. But it doesn't mean that I own your result. That is your responsibility. You have to take the action. And that's the same thing inside the program. If you keep holding the hands of your dream clients, like a lot during the sales process and you're there to answer 429 questions and do sales calls and maybe a second sales call. I used to get on sales calls with the same person two or three times sometimes if they have more questions and then they were like, oh, I'm not ready. Oh, can we have another call? I'm like, thank you so much. We've already had a call. What other questions do you have that I could answer right now? Right? So I set firm boundaries and I'm protective because I want the people who are in my program to be go-getters and who I can teach. And then they're like, okay, let's freaking go. Let me implement this. Let me see how it goes. And then we make adjustments as we go. That is the energy and spirit that I bring to my coaches where I'm like, I'm already on my way to 50k month. That's my next big goal. But like, let's freaking go give me the information. I will implement the crap out of this and I will see how it works. And then we can we can take it from there, right? I take ownership and, and full responsibility for the process. And I allow the other person to hold space. And this is true in my sales process too. So I set new standards around asking tons of questions around how I make decisions, how I invest, how I show up forward up offers I invest in. And I tell my audience this. This is so important. Your audience only knows about you what you tell them. So if you want to embody a new standard, you have to make sure that you embody that standard and tell them. Okay. So if I no longer do sales calls, it's only, first of all, that's only an integrity if I actually don't require sales calls myself right? (laughs) If I want people to trust me without a sales call, I got to be in the place where I'm trusting people without sales calls. And truthfully, like 
oh my God, I hate sales calls because I'm like, I know the script. Can you just answer my questions? <laughs> That's really like my energy. So that one was very easy for me to drop. That was, For me, that came down to a decision. But then I had to tell my audience where I'm like, this is how I invest. So I set that standard. I'm like, this is how I invest. I don't actually want to do a sales call because I know the script. I just need a few answers to the few questions that I have. And then we can move on. In my opinion, sales calls are a waste of time. I don't need them. So no more sales calls, quick decision making, taking full responsibility. Those were all new standards that I had to set for my community and for my people. And these are the prerequisites to work with me, to be in my energy, to learn. If you want to be in any of my paid offers, this is the spirit. This is the energy that you need to bring to the table. So creating and embodying that new standard. Second thing, second big shift was tightening up the boundaries around my time and energy. And y'all, this is something that you can and should be doing even if you're making zero dollars right now. So how much time and energy do you allow your non-paid activities to take up? For example, non-paid activities, which strategies do you use? Do you do you use like one-on-one DMing people? Um, do you do you do free coaching? Right? Which behaviors do you allow? Do you allow yourself to overthink every single word of the caption? Do you allow yourself to spend 20 hours DIYing something when you could just outsource it? This one was big, y'all. I knew that I could record a podcast on my own and I know how to launch stuff. I don't need like a sophisticated launch plan from someone else in order to make this podcast successful. I knew that. But I was like, you know what? My time is so scarce and so limited. I don't allow this podcast launch to take so much time. I'm going to pay someone. Shout out to my podcast manager and strategist and editor, Erin. Okay, go follow her. I tag her if I share this podcast. Um, Because I know my time is worth so much more than me sitting there trying to figure out how to put music together with the episode, how to make the sound quality. I was like, yo, Erin, please just give me a list of equipment. I'll buy the exact things that you give me. Ideally, give me an affiliate link because why not? Why not support the other business? I'm like, do you have an affiliate link? Give that to me. I bought the exact thing. I don't care if it costs $100 or $200 more. Get me the thing that works that I can set up. Okay, help me set it up. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, here's the music that I want to use. Here's the episode that I recorded. Please put them together and like take this off my plate, right? Which behaviors do you allow besides outsourcing or like DIYing stuff? Do you allow yourself to half-ass strategies instead of going all in, right? I see this all the time. People who like create a freebie and they're like, okay, I'm going to grow my email list, Okay, and then they have the freebie and the email list and they don't actually do anything with it because they don't want to invest in email marketing coaching. Like that is half-assing the strategy. Why did you spend 20 hours creating this freebie instead of getting the actual strategy and going start to finish? Are you half-assing your caption writing, right? Where you're like, I can learn this from the free content. I can learn this from Virginia's podcast into episodes. I can learn this by observing other people. Yeah, that is how I learned. And let me just tell you, it took years to get to the place where I am now. And are you allowing stuff to take infinitely longer 
because you're not going all in. This is part of taking full responsibility and full ownership. Are you giving people free coaching in the DMs because you're scared you're going to upset them by setting boundaries? Are you spending energy on people unfollowing you, unsubscribing you, or wondering if they will like it if you say something? You guys, I put out a reel that said burnout is a choice. Do you know how controversial that is? Because a lot of people who are facing burnout in their business, they probably don't want to accept that burnout is a choice by you choosing not to set boundaries. They want to hear, oh, I'm so sorry, you're struggling with burnout. There's nothing you can do. It's just, this is how life and entrepreneurship is. No, it's not. Go find yourself a coach who teaches you how to build a burnout-free business, okay? Go set boundaries. Don't allow people to drain your energy, to drain your time, right? Tell people, exactly what you need. Thank you so much for your interest. I would love to have this conversation. And it's actually something I teach inside my program X, Y, and Z. Out of respect for my paying clients, I do not offer free coaching and DMs, but I'd be more than happy um, if you join one of my programs and we can work through this in depth, right? Start setting boundaries. Start saying the things that you actually mean without worrying about the unfollows or the people unsubscribing. I have unfollows and unsubscribers every single day. And you know what? They just make space for people who are my true dream clients who love me and want to work with me for who I am and I don't have to hide in my closet worrying if they'll be upset by my opinions or my point of view. And just for the record, I know what burnout feels like because I've had it twice in my life. And every single time I ignored that this was like, not at all aligned with who I am and what I want and my passions and my purpose. And I did not set boundaries. I let other people dictate where my time and energy is going. Okay. So I know what burnout is about. And that is why I allow myself to have that opinion. And my clients, my dream clients, they don't want me to hold back. Right. So I don't allow stuff like that to drain my energy. I say what I mean. And I, I, yeah, that is part of being authentic, okay? So stop overthinking everything. Stop worrying. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop allowing yourself to drain your energetic resources. And my energy, I, I, I very liberal, literally mean energy. If you, at the end of the day, don't have the energy to cook meal for yourselves because you feel so drained from your business, that is the energy that I mean. Then you haven't been protective enough and you haven't set enough boundaries. Okay. So it's not woo woo spiritual. Like, I mean, very real your energy, your batteries at the end of the day. Can you still cook yourself dinner? Feel good about yourself? Do stuff that you love. Okay. So creating and embodying new standards and tightening up your boundaries were crucial foundations for hitting 20 and 30K months. So those were the more like energetic and like mindset and who you be kind of like parts. Now let's actually look at some like business strategy um, changes that helped me unlock this new income level. Number one, or actually this is the third point, always having something to sell. Now you've probably been taught that you should only have one offer and one message 
And yeah, when you're starting out, having one offer is great because it doesn't dilute your messaging. You can practice selling one thing. And because you only sell one thing, you can work on this over and over and over again, right? You're really learning the scale. It's easier to sell one thing um, without you getting confused and your audience getting confused. But having only one high ticket offer has a couple of limitations. Now, let me tell you. Number one, it limit it puts you into a feast and famine mode because if you only launch and sell your one high ticket offer every three months or every two and a half months or every four months, right, then you have big launches and then you have income dips. You have big launches and you have income dips. And then you launch, like you attach so much more emotion on it because you know for the next three months, you're not going to be selling anything. And then maybe you have to launch a little bit earlier because you're freaking out because you're like running out of money, right? It's very strange stressful if you only have one offer. And it's much easier to like get all your emotions hooked on that. And if you only have one offer, um, it also like with a lot of access to you, to your time and energy, again, boundaries here, right? If it's one high touch offer with a lot of Slack support and maybe weekly calls and so on, right? It drains a lot of your, your time, your energy, your mental space, your physical, emotional, and um, mental resources, meaning you're more exhausted and you have physical cap- like capacities, as in like you can only take 10, 20, maximum 30 people into a high-touch offer. 30 is probably already a stretch um, because it's like you don't have more time and energy, right? So that is why always having something to sell, as in like expanding your offer suite and adding other offers that have less access to you. So they're typically a lower ticket and make it easier to sell in between is crucial. Okay. Now I want to give you specific examples of how I diversify my offer suite to make sure it still fits the umbrella of like business and copywriting coaching. Okay. So what's the very first step if someone starts their business? Finding your niche. Can I help you find your niche? Absolutely. That's Niche Clarity Accelerator. It's the first thing that you can buy. In. And if you're at the start of your business, girl, you need NCA. After once you know your niche, you know who you're serving, you know what what your offer is and what your I help statement is. Next thing that you need to learn is how to get your point across online. You need to learn how to how to write captions and how to write reels or like plan your reels and your Instagram stories in order to sell, right? So you need to learn how to communicate effectively. Can I help you do this? Absolutely, with Addictive Caption Blueprint, right? And I let you know that after you've bought NCA, you get a couple of emails where I'm educating you about, okay, well, this is cool. This is how you can troubleshoot your market research. And after a month, you should be done with market research. I'm like, hey, just letting you know, the primary work that you did in NCA was to prepare you to put out content that engages your ideal client, attracts them to your profile and converts them into clients. Like you need to learn how to write, get your point across. Here's ACB. Can I like, just letting you know, here is ACB, this would be the logical next step. And that has a lot of, that has a pretty high conversion rate because people already like, they're already in, they already know I show up for them. They already trust me. First sale is always the hardest, right? So they're in on ACB. 
Once they've bought ACB, what's the next thing? Okay, well, they know who they're serving. They know what they're selling. They know how to write captions. They're like, okay, well, I'm ready to really hone my sales skills. I want to learn how to sell, not just a little bit. I want to have like a five-figure launch. I want to know how to sell evergreen and get hit my first 10K. Can I show you that? Absolutely. That's what we do in content that sells. And then can I show you how to how to scale your business? Absolutely, I can. That's in the content to scale mastermind. Okay, can I show you how to create your website copy because you, now you're, you're ready to go big and you need a representative website, but also a website that doesn't just look pretty, but where the copy and the words on it are actually like they make sense. They are on brand. They're on voice. They're with the right messaging. They're creating sales, okay? They're optimized for conversion. Can I help you do that? Absolutely, with website magic, no problem, right? So I'm guiding people through my offer suite and at no point is there ever pressure. It's not like you need this offer next. I'm just letting them know, hey, you've defined your niche. Now it's time to learn how to write captions. That would be the logical next step. Here is ACB. You already know me and trust me, so that would be a good option. If you don't want to join ACB for whatever reason, that's cool too, no problem. After ACB, and ACB, just like you know, ACB has a conversion rate of 42%. Every second person who joins ACB ends up in CTS. Why? Because CTS is the logical next step, right? So always having something to sell. In my first year, I only sold CTS. This year, I've launched all these other offers, which meant every single month I could launch one to two other offers. I've only launched CTS three times this year. And every time I had a lot of people who moved from ACB right into CTS because they already knew me, they already trusted me. And this brings us to the fourth point, allowing more cash to come in by creating opportunities for cross-selling, upselling, downselling, and bundling. And this is what we do in the mastermind. Okay. So your lower ticket offers, if you align them the way I aligned mine alongside your client's growth journey. So someone who starts out with weight loss might be like, okay, well, how to cut out binging uh, um, or like how to stop, um, how to stop a binge when it's happening, right? That might be the first thing. And then from there, it could maybe be a um, self-love program. And after that, it could be like how to build your dream body and build all that, com- like now you have the confidence, how to build your dream body in a way that feels good, right? By aligning your offer one after the other, find your niche. Okay, learn how to communicate and get your point across online. Learn how to sell and launch Evergreen. Okay, well, learn how to scale your business. Okay, well, learn how to have your seven-figure website, right? That is a client growth journey. And by launching all of these offers in between, like I launch always ACB before CTS. Why? Because I know people come from ACB and move into CTS. And in between, I have emails that I support. So after they join ACB, they get six to eight emails and it's like, okay, well, this is the stuff that you need to know to best implement ACB. And now that you're doing this thing that I that I taught you inside ACB, this is what comes next in your journey. And this does a number of things. So this is called upselling, right? I'm upselling from one offer to the next. I could also downsell. So if I offer them, 
content that sells and they go like, okay, they don't respond to any of my emails. They don't check out. They're not being tagged in my email sequence. Um, then I could be like, oh, well, maybe this person isn't ready for content that sells, but maybe they would want to learn about how to sell on Instagram stories, right? So that they're learning not just captions, but also stories or reels. Then I could sell, downsell them on a smaller um, Instagram reels training or I have profitable story prompts, right? This would be a downsell. Or I could simply cross I say, okay, well, you've learned how to write your captions, Maybe you're still struggling with like all these fears and all these limiting beliefs that are coming up. How do you feel about Fearless, which is my mindset program around showing up with authenticity and without fears of judgment and actually taking action and like mastering the limiting belief poop storm that 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 will actually stop you from from publishing the posts you've written. Okay, so that would be cross-selling, picking a different offer, probably on the same level and pitching that because I know it could be something that they need. And by really knowing your client avatar and having these opportunities for cross-selling, upselling, downselling or bundling, right, you can buy ACB, Profitable Story Prompts and Fearless as a package, right, which makes so much sense. I one maximize profitability and customer lifetime value. But also on the other hand, I better serve my ideal clients because I know that's what they need. And I simply let them know it exists, right? So this is really, really important. And then the fifth and last shift is permanent content. Now, permanent content you need to understand the difference between permanent and fleeting content. Fleeting content to me is stuff that you create, you write it, and after like a couple of days or maybe one, two, three weeks, it's outdated or it like will no longer be found or shown. Now, here's the thing. With your Instagram stories, they have a shelf life of only 24 hours. With your posts, it's a couple of days. With your reels, it's one, two, or three weeks, depending on like whether they go viral later, right? All of that is fleeting content. Permanent content is stuff that you create once and it stays there. So for example, permanent content, my guest expert features on bossbabe.com. People still message me. They still find them on the blog. That is permanent content. It's SEO optimized. If you Google, Google it, how to attract clients as an online coach, eventually you'll come out with the Boss Babe article. You have other options for like permanent content too. You could, for example, be a guest expert in someone else's program, right? I have that inside my program. I asked my mindset coach to have a lesson there and to please bring a low ticket offer because I know it's helpful and valuable to my clients, right? But also I live in other people's programs. I have done guest expert trainings for other people, and I have brought, usually I bring ACB because I think ACB is just the foundation for everything. Like if you don't know how to communicate, you're like online, you're, you can't build an online business. So I usually bring a guest expert training around how to write captions, money-making captions, which is ACB. And these trainings, they live inside other people's trainings for as long as they decide to keep it them there. And usually those are evergreen, right? So they live for a very long time and they generate revenue for a really long time. 
Or, for example, permanent content asset, your blog, your website that serves as a destination point for people who find you through other marketing, right? Um, your guest expert um, PR posts lead to your website. Your podcast leads to your website. Your YouTube video leads to your website. Your Instagram profile can lead to your website, right? That's a permanent content asset. Or, for example, having an intensive training on a page like Skillshare, right? On Skillshare, you can upload online coaching uh, or like trainings. In my case, I'm uploading, I have a, a lesson or like a training which is, I think, like roughly 90 minutes long around how to create the picture-perfect Instagram feed. It's on Skillshare. It's been there for a really long time. It was still out of back then when I was still in the fashion industry, so it's no longer my current branding. It has generated well over $1,000, and people watch it there, and then they find me on Instagram. They reach out, and they ask me questions about what I sell now and how they can join my offers, right? That is a permanent um, content asset as well, because it generates money. <laughs> it lives on there forever, right? Because Skillshare boosts like your programs because they want people to watch them. And that can beautifully, beautifully funnel into your, your lower ticket or higher ticket programs because the people on there, they don't have to pay for it. They're already paying Skillshare. And they find you, they watch it, they love it. They follow you on social media and boom, you could have a new high ticket client, right? And I'm actually creating a couple of video trainings for Skillshare specifically that will nurture and lead into my other higher ticket or mid ticket or low ticket offers because it makes so much sense. They get some incredible results from those trainings. They're like, wow, I love it. I love learning the basics of writing captions. Now I want her full formula. I'm going to go join ACB, right? So have like, when you scale, you need to look for like little ways that you can tweak things um, to launch another offer that will make total sense for your existing clients. Or you could you could find ways to create permanent content that lives much longer than your Instagram captions um, that just generate a steady st stream of clients and traffic to you. Now recap, how do you reach 20 to 30k months? You have to be a different person, as in you have to create and embody new standards and set these new standards for your community and yourself. You really have to tighten up your boundaries around how you spend your time and energy, right? No free coaching in the DMs, no free sales calls, and so on and so forth, right? How do you spend your time and energy? How much time and energy and mental space do you give the mental drama, and so on? And then strategically speaking, always have something to sell. No feast or famine mode, but always have something to sell. For me, I actually fill the little gaps in between my launches with intensive trainings. They're super high value, 60 to 90 minute sessions, typically priced at roughly $100. And it's something that I notice a lot of people have brought up recently. For example, let's say, I really have a hard time posting because I'm always scared that people will judge me. Okay, well, this could be an intensive training. So creating these like little opportunities to sell and monetize, easy buy-ins for a lower ticket investment that funnel into your high ticket investment because this still has to do with content creation. It still has to do with business building, right? Allowing more cash to come in by doing the cross-selling, upselling. What I do at the end of an intensive 
Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, it really depends. But often when you join an intensive, which fits the topic of a different offer that's coming soon, I'll let you know in the intensive. I'm like, okay, here are all the actionable steps. This is how I specifically solve this problem. You walk away, you have a complete game plan on that one topic. And then I tell you, and also this is like, this is the next step or this is the bigger picture where this fits in. You might be a really good fit for the mastermind. Okay. So these paid intensives, for example, um, to create opportunities for cross-selling, upselling, obviously there wouldn't be downselling because this is the lower, the lowest ticket investment that you can have in my world. And then shifting from like very fleeting content on Instagram to more permanent content, podcasts, YouTube videos, SEO searchable, um, blog posts, or having something like intensive trainings on Skillshare with like clear calls to action, like, hey, this is just high level information, um, still super practical and actionable, and you can fill out the worksheet. If you want to have like the full step-by-step in-depth training, hit me up on Instagram, talk to me, what do you need? And I'll get you into the right program. Now, okay, this was a lot in this episode. Remember, it does come with a free download in the contentloungepodcast.com research library. Um, head over there for the free download. And also, I just want to bring this up really quickly. If you're on your way to scaling your business to 20 to 30k months, and you're like, yes, Virginia, I want to launch a strategic offer suite that aligns. I want to create all these opportunities for upselling, downselling, cross-selling. I need to create new standards and boundaries with my community and myself. Like just letting you know, the Content to Scale Mastermind is happening in October. If you're on your way, like hit me up because, oh my gosh, the Mastermind is incredible. It is all this support from the community in order to launch three to five strategic offers in the next six months. And also you have the handholding and the like expert feedback on your positioning, your messaging, because each of these offers needs to have its own, in French you'd say raison d'être, its own reason for existence. It needs to make sense because if you confuse your audience, it ain't be selling. Okay. That's it. If you want in on Content to Scale Mastermind, hit me up because I only have very few spots available. And we're starting in October. This was a lot. Thank you so much for being here. I was so excited to share with you how I structured my offer suite and the actual steps that I took to take my business to 20 to 30k month. Wishing you all an incredible day. Love you all so much. And remember the giveaway. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax and let your content do the work for you.